Hello, good afternoon and welcome to Aspen Weight Live. Delighted that you could join us uh, once again for our live show and podcast. And you're very welcome if you're watching on the live stream uh, or listening on the podcast. You can get your comments into us right now uh, across on Facebook. Uh, You can also uh, comment if you're listening on the podcast. Don't feel like we're missing you out because we wouldn't dare dream of doing that. You can email podcast at aspen-weight.co.uk if you want to get involved in the debate. And what I would say as well, we always say this every day about the podcast. We will get back to you. If you've got an opinion or a thought or a question on something, uh, we'll get back to you on that email address. So for those uh, listening, I'm trying to imagine where you'd be listening now, but just relaxing maybe after a day's work listening to the podcast uh, on a Thursday evening or, or later, then you can get in touch with us and get involved uh, in the debate, which is what we want you to do. So I'm delighted to say that we have the CEO of Asper Wait, uh, Mr. Paul Waite, joining us this afternoon. Hello, Ben. Lovely to see you again for about the 17th time today. Yeah, you've had the, uh, I was going to say, the, the the joy of my company for most of the morning. The joy of the boy, the voice that is Ben Eltham. I'm really good at this. And somebody that hasn't had uh, that privilege today is uh, Mr. John O'Harris, <laughs> who's um, who's joined us as, as always for the, the Thursday live stream. Hello, Jono. How are you doing, guys? Good to see the cuddly Viking there. Lots <laughs> of fun. We like to um, we like to talk about all things inspiring and maybe uh, futuristic on a Thursday. We talk about all sorts, and, and today we've actually got some um, some breaking news that that breaking As- Aspenweight Northern Ireland is a is is to be formed, Paul, or Aspenweight Northern Ireland to be completely accurate about it at the moment. I wanted you to do that <laughs> rather than me. <laughs> Well, I won't do my Ian Paisley impersonation. So, um, yeah, one of the things that um, it's quite funny, actually, because uh, Ben and I were in on a call this morning about uh, uh, developing our media business uh, and, and how we were going to do that, etc. And one of the things I said to the people that uh, turned up today is um, uh, that it was very important to me that everyone in Aspen Wake, uh could aspire to be promoted uh, and grow inside the firm. Uh, and that we were very much like a colony of ants, is what I said. And uh, and opportunities should always um, be offered first within the colony before offering them to uh, outside people. Uh, I'm very much consistent with that. I'm a great believer in, so Jono would be a good example of this. So um, you could say, for instance, that Jono even joining Aspen Wake was an example of the friend program uh existing before even officially existed for instance you know jono was somebody that um i knew reasonably well through um the r&d network and uh my work presenting in the business growth service occasionally and when that ended uh uh i'd like to think that i was a a true friend to jono and that's i think when i phoned him up i said occurred to me you might like to talk to a friend or something like that you might need a friend and i said if 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 this approach is insulting you or something obviously tell me but it occurred to me you might need a friend and he and he said and he's i can't do i can't do the zimbabwe accent so he said no basically you know, it is very welcome and um and john o started working for aspen weight very very shortly afterwards so very much in keeping with that um one of my best friends, if not my best friend, is a guy called John Porteous. And uh, I've known John for 43 years, I think it is, which is a bit scary. And um, 
John uh, has had a very varied teaching career uh, pretty much all over the world, actually. And he's worked in places like uh, Uganda, Kenya, Kuwait. Uh, and I, I had two of the great experiences of my life, actually, staying with John in Kuwait, including one life-changing, I would say. The first time I went to Kuwait was life-changing because I, I went there quite seriously depressed, to be honest. Uh, sort of lost my way, not happy. Uh, and about halfway through my visit with John, uh, I felt, so when I came back, I was a completely reborn man, you know? So that in itself obviously created, um, even more loyalty towards him. And, um, I think within about a year and a half of that, I was able to repay the favor because John had got a job in Uganda, um, and, uh, for, a, for a not a very nice, uh, boss, and his contract was terminated and he didn't really uh he didn't really um know what to do so i said to him why don't you come and work for me uh and i think very bravely as a teacher that's what he did and i think jp is um although he's a grumpy shit um am i allowed to say that on the on the, on the live stream yeah, no, I have fine. <laughs> um yeah and so we all call him mr grumpy you know and um uh Despite that, uh, he's been, he's become uh, very, I don't know, you know, it was almost like, um, you know, we often talk about if Aspen Wake was a body, you know, that Jono and I would be like the heart and the soul or something, you know. Um, I'm not quite sure what body part JP would be. I don't, I'm not sure. I think we'll ask for opinion on that. Um, but what JP does very well is um, he's very good at building a family. So if you, JP's clients, uh, all tend to be, uh, very loved. And when you, when you meet them, they're, you know, they're, they're already, you feel like you're talking to someone you already know, you know, that's, that's something he's done very well. So, um, through JP, uh, again, one of JP's best friends is a guy called John Storer. And, um, I've known John for, I'm not sure how long, uh, and actually, the very first meal I ever had in Kuwait was with JP and John. Uh, and John actually selected the various foods that we ate. Um, and so when um, when John when John came back to the UK, in fact, he lives in Perth in Scotland. Uh, JP asked me if I would consider employing him, um, and so uh, I did. And again, you know, he's he's. Um, you know, a, a guy that you could um, totally trust your life with. You know, he's um very, very dedicated guy that, you know, is always looking to progress and very, very, uh, say, very, very trust, trustworthy and trusted, I would say. And, of course, it's, it's it, what I love about this is it's like the family grows. And so John Storer said to me last week, uh, one of his... One of his, if not his best friend, a guy called Brendan Burns uh, from Northern Ireland. He's coming back to Northern Ireland from the Middle East. And he was looking for a job. And would I consider employing him? That was pretty good, wasn't it, actually? That's going to be fair. Yeah, I like that. And, uh, yep. um, and so, of course, I said, yes, of course I would. So I've just been on a call with John and Brendan. Uh, and, of course, and actually, Brendan knows JP as well. So, uh, you know, it's, just, it's like, you know, really feeling the love and growing the family so it's interesting i really like brendan actually and um i inflicted my northern irish uh, impersonation on him which he 
he he told said he said it was very good so i don't know whether he was humoring me or not and um one of the things one of the things i liked about him was um uh he he showed a lot of ambition um for you know for because it was the first time i'd ever spoken to him um and of course all i you know he actually said to me what was i envisaging and i said well well to be to be honest brendan all i've done is i've been a good friend to my friends you know i'm told that you're a you know you're a great chap uh and i work on the basis that a friend of a friend is a friend you know so if john storer tells me that you're a great chap then you're a great chap you know as it happens i actually really like you um and i said so my my uh objective in talking to you was nothing other than uh john's asked me to talk to you and i'm gonna offer you a job but of course because he was so uh you know i'd really like to build something and we talked about i told him about some of the clients i already had in ireland uh we've had a lot of a lot of a huge success recently uh with a very very large r d claim with a biomass company that's very close to the donegal uh ulster border and um and so uh this is this is one of the things i was saying earlier is literally something happens in aspen weight uh almost every hour of every day so with no uh pre-rehearsed plan or we then said so we, it was almost like well why wouldn't why wouldn't we form aspen weight northern ireland you know why wouldn't we do that so we agreed that's what we were going to do and i've basically uh decided probably to buy a practice uh in Northern Ireland, um, like we very much did with Jono, Jono's uh, prime business, Aspenweight South. So, uh, Brendan, John Storer, and I are now about to write up our business plan and uh, and conquer Ireland, which of course is, I think, is uh, quite relevant for me as I'm related to the Kings of Wales and Kings of the Isle of Man. So I think the invasion of Ireland is, is quite a logical thing in my family's development. Well, I was just about to say, Paul, you've conquered Wales. You're the king of Wales, aren't you? So that yeah. would be... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm uh, Paul Mauer, as you know. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. It's, um, it uh, things in Aspen, wait, they don't just happen... Um, it, it, seem, it might seem from the outside that things just happen and we come up with an idea and implement it. But the, the, the truth is none of these ideas are just off the spur or the cuff. They've been fermenting and formulating and molding themselves um, to the point where they get to a stage where suddenly we, we, we actually put a name to them. But they've actually been developing for years and years. So everything you said about like giving me a shout whenever it was four or five years ago and saying, John, I believe you've uh, the, the company that you've that you're working for has just lost their contract and you're going to have no job. How about, <laughs> you know, how about coming to work for us as a friend? I'd like to offer you that opportunity. That, that every, you know, absolutely, exactly. That's the way it happened. Um, and everything that I've, I've been involved in and observed at Aspenweight has always been like that. We're a company where we don't just talk big, then, then nothing happens. I think we're very much a company where we do stuff and then we actually put a name to it. We think, oh, we've been doing this and it seems to be, seems to be really good and it's working. What should we call it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it the friend program, even though we've been doing that for the last four or yeah. five years anyway. We just never actually gave it a name. Mm. 
So it's, it's actually, as uh, you won't, neither of you will know this. So actually, as I'm in the mood to tell you, um, on Saturday of this week, uh, there will also be another new Aspen Wake business that will be created. Uh, and I will, I will tell you more about that next week. But again, um, I think, you know, uh, you know, I was talking earlier, Ben, about, uh, what did I say? One of my main, probably my main focus or my main attribute was I was opportunistic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this week, a guy that used to, this is a good story, this, uh, a good human story. So um, many years ago, I had a guy work for me, uh, and I'll, make, I'll name him next week when it's official. Um, he was a good lad. Uh, uh, there was a hilarious incident in an Aspen Wake Christmas party where he drank several bottles of his parents' champagne before he came to the party and ended up face down in his gravy, uh, comatosed during the Christmas dinner meal. Uh, so, uh, William, this guy's name is, uh, he's actually a, a brilliant squash player. So one of, he was one of the best three, uh, under 21 squash players in England. And, um, he actually got, uh, sat without my permission by one of my then partners. Uh, and obviously this wasn't something I did lightly. I reinstated him, uh, which didn't go down very well with my partner, <laughs> Uh, but obviously went down very well with William. And um, so I think William uh, William always liked me anyway, but I think I have a sort of special place in William's heart. It's probably the best way of putting it, you know, because obviously he was very grateful that I was prepared to do that for him. And um, he left Aspen of his own volition eventually, and he's gone on to be actually quite a successful CFO in a number of different businesses. I hadn't heard from him for... A year and a half probably I, I talked to him occasionally and um he sent me a email on monday and said he he, he had a, a thought an opportunity in his mind could he discuss it with me so i i said yes uh we we spoke that day and he said um he, he'd been starting to do some r d uh uh claims uh quite successfully and it was growing um, but obviously, you know, he wasn't able to do them that well because he hadn't been trained properly. Um, he didn't really want to keep, you know, he, he's, but he saw there was an opportunity to to get out of employment into an area. And his actual idea was um, that he allied himself with Aspen Weight and we basically, for not doing very much, got 25% of his business um, because in particular, he didn't feel able to defend his claims, you know, in the event that there was an inquiry. So I listened to him and I said, this is not the way to do this, William. <laughs> so do you want me to tell you how we do this? And he said, yeah. So I said, this is how we do this. And I said, but, but obviously I want half the business, uh, but you're going to make twice as much money because we're going to do this properly. Um, but I, so I said, I'll send you a proposal. So I wrote, I, I typed I went about by five o'clock that day, I typed him a proposal and I said, these are the three ways that, that I'm prepared to do this. Uh, but I actually think that number two is what we ought to do. And then um, we talked the next morning at 830 and he said, I want to do number two. Uh, and he's coming to my house on Saturday. Um, 
to shake hands and socially distancely shake hands and um and so another aspen weight a new aspen weight company will be um trading as of next monday yeah fant- fantastic oh. news yeah. a good a good human story i think as yeah. well very much so and epitomizes everything that we are, are about and epitomizes everything we're trying to do with the, the live streams as well bringing you uh, not only just talking about the, what's relevant in the economic and social environment, but also, you know, how we're growing as a business and real life, like Paul said, real life experience, a real life um, story. John, yeah, sorry, I was cutting across you there. You, I know you were going to say something about that. Well, I, I think it really um, the thing that, that I think makes the whole, the whole Aspenweight group and all the people that are involved with Aspenweight is we're quite happy to... Um, chat things through and not think that we know all the answers all the time, and um, and and we demonstrate to ourselves and also to our clients that we're not the be all and end all of the font of all knowledge. We're human beings. We make mistakes, but what we really want to do is get to know them, the you know, and and what makes them tick, and then try and meet their demands, meet their requirements. Um, and if we make a couple of errors along the way, we, we'll put our hands up and say, you know, sorry about that. We'll do better next time. And we do do better next time. And that's um, that's so important. So this week I had a, a new client came came with an inquiry and she was talking to our firm and another firm of accountants, funnily enough, in Cambridge. And um, they were less than half of the price that we were quoting for doing accounts and um, R&D tax credits and all of that. And and she was saying, yeah, but these guys are, are, you know, they can do what you're saying you can do for a lot less. And we literally had this conversation on the phone. And, and I said to her, we, we charge you because we work with you. We're part of your team. We're not going to charge you every time we pick up the phone to you, charge you extra and all of that. Um, and and we're going to just try and work with you as part of your team, as human beings, as part of your family and part of ours. And at the end of the day, she came came back to us um, literally within the hour, and she said, "I've I've thought about this, and you guys are just so much more personable, um, yeah. despite the the price difference. We want to go with you because because we love we love what you're doing and your approach, and that just demonstrates Aspen weight." through all our offices across the country, really, I think. Yeah, absolutely does. Uh, I think um, really, really great way to start uh, the, the, the podcast and the live stream um, today. And I wanted to move on, and I know I mentioned this to Paul before we started, just to talk about the, uh, about the radio, which is another, moving in the same direction, another part of Aspen Weight that we've grown and we've told you uh, quite a lot about over the past few weeks. And we had a a really exciting morning, although I'm not sure all of it was, uh, Paul would describe as uh, enjoyable maybe with my uh, training on Tuesday, but we did something incredible because we were sitting in a studio where the technology was there and I was sat in a, uh, in, in a different town completely a couple of hours away, but it sounded like Paul and I were next to each other and we were, we were, we were practicing for Paul's first radio show, which we'll tell you more about um, tomorrow. But um, that whole experience again—we're talking about moments here in the business, Paul. That was a that was a, another great moment on Tuesday. Yeah, well, uh, uh, in terms of my personal development, I, I, I put, as I said to you at the time, I put it right up there as um, 
uh, probably one of the things I was most proud about that I've ever done, really. Um, you know, I think the other thing, just to admit, uh, is I'm not sure if I had appreciated quite how challenging it was that I would have got into it uh, quite the way I did, and maybe not even at all. Because um, if anyone, if anyone uh, has done this or gets to do this, the difference between uh, doing this, for instance, doing a podcast or doing a good speech and actually anchoring a radio show and presenting it properly and talking at the right time and not talking over the music and uh, remembering to continue, you know, to, 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 to uh, reacquaint, you know, the, the, the fact that you're doing this show with the listeners and remembering what the next, what the next song is and, uh, and then what the song was before the one, then you come back and all that is, um, was very challenging and as ben said i i did get quite uh stressed uh at one point um so we, we we basically had to sort of go go back into a more a to z way of doing it which is which my brain can cope with better and um i think you know we'll, we'll see what you guys think tomorrow so when you listen to the first aspen Wake live show uh at nine o'clock tomorrow we'll, I'll, I'll let you listeners decide uh whether mr wake uh, past past test or not so uh but i did feel i do you know i do feel um quite proud that i'm now able to i think do a three-hour show uh and properly save record link etc you know it's uh so you know i feel i feel very confident about the future and uh and an ability to grow really i suppose yeah, it's uh, it's um it's a really exciting time, and I think what probably uh, again we talk about you know real talk and real showing what's actually happening. We we are, you know, our CEO Paul, whose vision this was, gets a first show tomorrow to come on and introduce our station. We have so many plans um, to grow that and grow the content, grow the program in. Really exciting time at the moment with the uh, the people that we're trying to bring uh, on board. I mentioned in a, a meeting. Um, this morning that I was uh, talking to um, somebody who I feel is, 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 you know, an absolute national radio um, star, really, and, and, and grown up with, who, who may be able to play a part in our uh, journey. So it just shows you the, um, you know, everything that's going on in the background and, and where we really want to try and be. And uh, I think people will really enjoy the show tomorrow. And, and as I say, encourage you to listen uh, from 9 to 11 on our radio station. And I always have to do this with technology. And forgive me if I'm doing something that you find slightly irritating. But I, I find that people do need to be explained how you listen. Because I get that asked that a lot. How do I listen? But how do I get to that? How do I view this all the time? It's probably the most asked question because of all the platforms and all the technology that we have across the world, not just with Aspen Weight, all you need to do on your phone or on the internet browser is type in aspenweightradio.com. Aspenweightradio.com. Go to it and there's a big button and it says, listen now. And you get a player that pops up on your phone, tablet or computer and it plays our radio. And just for those that are uh, technologically minded, you can do other stuff on your phone on your tablet or on your computer and that will keep playing in the background that's how good it is so that's how you listen you can listen tomorrow morning at nine o'clock any other questions put them on a on a, on a postcard to us i can't wait to hear that i'm really looking <laughs> um 
uh, one of, uh, funnily enough, my godfather, who um, I had completely forgotten that he's an economist, and he gets paid. Okay. He gets paid a lot of money to to before Corona to travel around the world and and talk to these big organisations about the state of the world economy and all of that. And um, I I put on a, a, a LinkedIn thing saying, listen to Aspen Weight Radio. And he commented back, this is fantastic, loving the music. Um, <laughs> the program uh, of, because I, I said to him, this is going to be probably the number one business radio station in the country. <laughs> and, and he wrote back saying, do we have a program uh, of events? And based on what you've just said there, Ben, I presume a, a program of shows and things will eventually develop over time. Yeah, it will do. We we actually touched on this uh, this morning. We we have a we have a, a real plan um, of, of of where we want to take it, what we want to do. We've obviously got short term um, things lined up. I would point everybody in the direction of AspenWeightRadio.com, the website. For now, it's it plays the station, and as the weeks and months go past, uh, go by, it will it will actually explain a lot more about the schedule, who's on, what times. We have a very exciting launch of Aspen Weight uh, breakfast show to, to follow in a couple of weeks um, and things are happening I think one of the expressions that Paul uh, used I'm sure he won't me, mind me sharing before we came into this is that every hour things are changing and moving forward in uh, in our world and um, all will be revealed and uh, we'll make sure that you, you you know exactly what's going on but yeah very exciting as, yeah. as far as our programs and our content that's really yeah, exciting but- Going back, to the, going back to the real world, so I think um, uh, we, we, we don't really want to be talking about coronavirus every day, but um, one thing just to report, certainly from the West Country, is uh, the motorway has gone crazy. Uh, I cycle over the motorway. I've now, I've now done 47 consecutive days of cycle, cycling, which um, I'm quite pleased about. Uh, and I went over the... Um, so... Uh, I can I can go on pretty much every ride I do. If if I go to the east, I have to go over the M5, and uh, it must have been. It was just it was almost like a normal day. I would have said looking down, it was quite um, quite amazing. Of course, um, some very interesting stuff coming out at the moment. So uh, the irony isn't lost on me because obviously, uh, to some extent, we have been quite critical of the government um, in terms of their approach to this. Uh, which is ironic when you consider that the government themselves are being criticised by uh, Wales, Northern Ireland and Scotland and also the Labour Party and the unions uh, for actually being too expansionist. Uh, so I was watching programmes yesterday and of course that complete idiot Piers Morgan, who I used to really like, who's just turned into this scared baby of a man, um, you know, it's quite it's quite amazing how if you watch Good Morning Britain, uh, Susanna Reid and Piers Morgan just seem to be uh, totally monotracked about the fact that, you know, if anyone has the, the potential of catching the coronavirus, that is the only sin in the world. They don't seem to care about uh, the devastation to the economy or the fact that cancer People with cancer are dying because they're not being properly treated. Um, and there was, I, watched, I watched a very interesting program last night on, on YouTube um, where um, Jeff Taylor was saying that he thinks that uh, the unions will try to bring this government down by 
trying to encourage workers not to go back to work by by basically saying don't go back to work because it's not safe so i think that's that's quite an interesting development over uh, this week since boris <coughs> certainly in england obviously you can now freely travel uh unlike i was joking to our friend uh, mr talbot yesterday that uh, of course he's not allowed to go to barry islands and have an ice cream um we we can actually go wherever we want and lie on the beach for uh, as long as we want now so uh yeah so, so, yeah, so interesting interesting times yeah i was going to mention something um as we're getting towards the the, the current and relevant news the antibody test uh, development today um seems to be um a big development because obviously that that is part of how the government sees us getting back to normal and and i think if we took look at it in real terms if if you and i uh john o paul as well you could take a test at home that says that you've you've had it um then obviously that frees you up to do what, whatever you want to do i don't know what your, your views are on that uh, that would be a game changer really because um yeah, if, if you knew that you've had it and you're not going to catch it, um, of course you can get out there and, and go and get about your normal business the way the way you used to. Um, and, and people who'd, who who have the antibodies, they know that they need to be a lot more, uh, in Boris's words, aware, alert, isn't it? Alert. Yeah, and just, just keep their social distancing in that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just read it on this um, article, which said the government had spent sixteen million buying antibody tests, which has, have proved to be ineffective. But they have now found one that they're happy with and that they've approved. Which obviously yeah. there's a lot of questions over when that will be put in. And we we talked yesterday, Paul, didn't we, about buying um, tests if you could for, for if you've yeah. got it now. But just, just six miles away up the road here on the campus, um, they just they are fast tracking a modular coronavirus um, testing laboratory. I think they've they've put in £50 million towards um, getting this done. With it. it should be finished in about a week or two. And it literally is. There was nothing there. There was a field. And now there is a complete and utter laboratory that they've modular built um, within, I think, the last four weeks or something like that. And it is just kitted out to develop um, corona antibody uh, formulas and things like that. It's uh, it's incredible the amount of money that's being thrown there. The other thing I wanted to um, report today um, is uh, a number of our clients um, have received the fifty thousand pounds maximum banks back loans uh, this week, um, and a couple of them, you know, had had quite special emotional significance for me. Um, one of my next door neighbours, uh, who, who are actually directors of this business, it's a ladies' high quality bra business. Uh, the business probably was was one of the few we act for where uh, it may well have gone bust quite soon, actually. Um, and I have to congratulate uh, young Tim Goldstraw, who has shown quite amazing dedication to this client. Um, and so uh, her £50,000 came in this week, which um, I was just thrilled for them because it, it was literally um, life-changing or maybe life-preserving, <laughs> life maybe a better way of looking at it. And then um, one of my longest-standing clients, my longest-standing pub clients, actually, um, 
I think I've survived four different pubs with them over uh, what must be 14 years now. Uh, and, 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 and Chris's husband, Tony, died last year. He's an ex-Leicester Tigers player, actually. Uh, played in the early 60s, I think. And um, she she uh, approached me last week. I hadn't spoken to her since Tony had died, actually. And she just basically said, would I help her with the, the bank's back loan? And uh, she sent me a, an email yesterday and said she'd just got the 50 grand. So uh, I'll say a couple of nice, nice, nice stories there. Yeah, it's really always nice to hit. Do you know what? You, you reminded me, actually, Paul. Uh, I did say that we'd uh, update the, li- uh, the listeners on this. We talked on this very show probably about four weeks ago about uh, an incident where we had approached uh, the local council and you'd written back to them and you weren't happy at all. And I said, we'll keep you updated because it's a real-life thing, we said at the time. Did you ever ha- ha- hear, hear back from them further? Well, I've obviously, since then, I've written to them and told them they're entirely wrong. And what I think about them, considering that we haven't furloughed one person, yeah, uh, we are probably one of the biggest success stories ever to come out of Bridgewater. Uh, and what I think about my local council refusing to give me what I'm actually properly entitled to, uh, I think what was even more frustrating isn't is is is, is the uh, the fact that everything they've said is not true. So all the reasons they've given for the decline uh, aren't true. So. What's frustrating is I've had now to employ an expert to help me, um, and it's it's looking. Well, I, 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 I'll tell you something for nothing. This is not go- this is not going to end. Worst case scenario, I will I will take them to court because I know that I'm right. Uh, so the, the truthful answer is, as at this moment in time, uh, what's even worse, I've had no reply to both of my complaints. Mm. Well, if you if you're watching, then you need to you need to get a reply back going in we, we said it was real life i asked you a question didn't pre-plan this at all just asked you um where it was at and there we go there's an update and, and i tell you why i asked that is because i know a few people that myself that friends and family that watch this and somebody mentioned at the weekend they said oh did you did you, you know did you ever find out why they were turning him down and what what happened so there we go that's the next part of the story and we'll keep you updated we've come to the end of today's show apart from um the song, which we're going to choose in a moment. What I want to say before that is just please tune into Aspen Weight Radio, aspenweightradio.com. Tomorrow it's the first show that we're broadcasting. It's fitting that it is our CEO, Paul, who will be on that show. And uh, myself and Drew uh, produced the show with Paul and we'll, we'll be on there uh, a little bit as well. So please join us tomorrow at nine o'clock uh, for that. And we'll put reminders across uh, social media uh, tonight and early in the morning uh, as well. There you go. There's the link to radio and music. And as always, Paul, what what letter are we up to today? If you don't mind, so I was just going to say about the show tomorrow. So um, one of the things that's going to happen on my Friday show, because there is going to be a Monday show now as well, which we'll discuss on another day. So we're um, we're starting the A to Z of pop tomorrow. Um, so the whole music program will be A's. Uh, so we have music ranging from Julie Andrews to ABBA. So the adventures uh, and and and, uh, and many more, uh, and also um, a feature called "On This Day in History," uh, which I hope people enjoy. Um, so just parking that for one side, a bit of self promotion there. Um, we've we've reached scarily uh, V uh, on our on our um, little A to Z on our live streams. Um, 
a few a few candidates there. Obviously, the Verve um, was a potential selection, but I decided because you know I don't know why, but uh, I felt like we needed some energy today. So uh, one of the songs that I think is uh, certainly one of the best, probably one of the two best po- post-punk songs, in my opinion, uh, along with uh, the, the Hives, uh, is is "Get Free" by the Vines, who are an Australian band. This is um, a bit more like a song of the '60s, insofar as it is. I think it's only about two minutes and ten seconds long. Uh, the video is quite something. It's uh, full of things exploding, and uh, the Australian lead singer sort of sings it in a rather deranged fashion, you could say. But I, I just totally love the energy. It's just really out there. So um, we're going to wake everyone up and and go out today with "Get Free" by the Vines. Yeah, as always, coming up on the podcast, then do uh, check it out online, whichever uh, music streaming service uh, you use. You can uh, have a listen to that this afternoon and on YouTube, of course, uh, as well. That's it for another exciting show from us. Uh, Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Thank you ever so much uh, for watching and listening. Uh, However you have consumed our show, Uh, as always, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, uh, you can subscribe to the podcast and get everything delivered uh, to your device every day and just set a little reminder uh, that when we go live. Um, Thank you to Jono, as always, for joining us on a Thursday. Thank you, Jono. Thanks for having me, guys. I love love Thursday. I really look forward to (laughs) lunchtime. We chat about such a load of interesting things. And I, He's so sweet. I have to. Uh, s- I wish I could socially, distantly hug you, mate. Yeah, cuddly Viking. And I have to say as well, we talked about technology earlier on. With John, uh, next week you will have your microphone and your Aspen weight, one of these, and everything. So it'll all be will be ch- it'll be a changed Brilliant. world next week. So we look forward to that as well. Um, Paul, thank you as always for your uh, company on the show, and we'll see you. Uh, tomorrow and hopefully we'll see you tomorrow as well thanks for watching and listening and join us tomorrow at 12 30.